This is the podcast where you'll learn what you need to know to independently publish your first nonfiction book and how to elevate your influence, impact, and income in the process. Welcome to She Gets Published with your host, Amazon International best-selling author and self-publishing coach, Lynette Pottle. Hey, hey, my soon-to-be published author friend. Welcome to episode 22, the last show of season one. Last week, we started a conversation about how to create time for publishing activities, which starts, of course, with making space in your life. If you missed episode 20 and didn't have a chance to do the exercises I shared, be sure to go back and do it. It's a total game changer. Today, in part two of our conversation about time, we're going to dig into tactics, but it's important to address something that's going to be different for everyone but not paying attention to it can sabotage your efforts and make the process of achieving any goal harder to achieve than it needs to be. I'm talking about tuning into the times of day when your energy and creativity peaks. You may not consciously be aware of it yet, but pay attention and get curious. When are those times that you always seem to be more in flow, that the creative process feels most effortless? when your patience with yourself and others is at its healthiest level. For me, there are a couple of timeframes that consistently fit this description. Generally, it falls between eight and 10 in the morning and nine to 11 at night. Yes, I'm a bit of a night owl. Considering this information before we explore time management style tactics will serve you well. These are optimal blocks of time that you want to do everything in your power to protect, like a mama bear protects her cubs fiercely. Life will happen, and you won't be able to do this 100% of the time, but work to design a schedule that allows it to happen more often than not. Control the things that you can control. In other words, stop scheduling tedious tasks and routine appointments during your peak creativity zones. Be intentional with not only how you're investing your time, but when. Now, for a few tactics that can prove wildly beneficial in making the most of the time you have and creating space for your writing and publishing pursuits. We're going to talk about time blocking, task batching, and the Pomodoro method. Let's start with time blocking. Essentially, this is a block of time dedicated to accomplishing a related group of tasks. Physically blocking this on your planner or appointment calendar works best. It might look like eight to 10 blocked off for publishing, one to two for errands, three to four for writing. You get the idea. It does require weekly planning and review so you know what goes where, but it eliminates bouncing around a to-do list. You save mental bandwidth and gain focus since your attention is not being pulled in multiple directions. It also eliminates the need to expend energy on making continual micro decisions about what to give your attention to. An effective addition to time blocking is approaching it using the Pomodoro method. With this method, you set a timer and work in deeply focused spurts, say 25 minutes then take a five minute break or 45 minutes and a 15 minute break. And don't weasel out of the breaks. (laughs) They are super important for your cognitive function, productivity, and creativity. Task batching 
is similar to time blocking, but it's slightly different. You'll group specific tasks together and complete them in one setting. Like when I create this podcast. Well, it doesn't happen every time I work hard to batch episodes. It's more efficient to work through the process when my mind is in podcast mode and my equipment is already in place. So first, I batch write scripts. If I'm recording three episodes, I would write three scripts. Then I would batch record, then send batches off for editing and upload, as opposed to, say, completing all steps for episode one, then shifting gears and going back to do the same thing all over again for episode two. You can apply these same tactics to publishing related tasks specifically, but you can also use them in all aspects of your life and business, which can help you create the space for you to give your time and attention to your writing and publishing projects. All right, since this is the last episode of the season, today I'm sending you off with more than one challenge. One to support you, I want to support this work. First, to support you. Explore where you're willing to experiment with time blocking and batching. Give it an honest try. Test it out for 14 days and see what you love and what you might need to tweak. The second thing is really more of a favor than a challenge. It would mean the world to me if you found value in the information shared in season one of this podcast please take a moment to leave a rating and review. Reviews being the thing that really helps other aspiring authors know whether or not to invest time in listening to the podcast. And I'm on a mission to help thousands more women get their words and wisdom out into the world in 2022. So whatever support you can provide to help guide others here is deeply appreciated. I'll be back to kick off season two in mid-January with more practical, actionable advice to share and lots of exciting guests to support you as you elevate your influence, impact, and income by self-publishing your first nonfiction book. That's a wrap for this episode, but don't let that get you down. Join Lynette inside the She Gets Published community where the conversation continues. Head to facebook.com slash groups slash she gets published to join now. See you there. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.